This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Voice of Change today, I am getting really, really excited about this show because today I'm going to be joined by Evangelist Mel Tari. And you know what? Mel is an incredible human being who carries the fire of God so strongly in his life. And today on the show, I want to take you to that place where you can experience God's presence, his power, and his message afresh in your life today. I know that the last two years have been difficult. This year, the last few months have been quite tough. We've seen, you know, war in Ukraine, we're getting over the pandemic, we're trying to deal with everything that's been happening. And so sometimes it can feel like life is heavy and you know, things are tough. But today on the show, I want you to feel the revival of God again. And so that is why myself and Mal are joining together today to have a very, very important conversation. That conversation is about what is God doing in this earth right now? Is he still at work? And yes, we say, yes, he is still at work. And yes, he is still on the move. But you know, what we need to proclaim that truth and we need to sometimes see it afresh again and so i will invite you into the show today it's voice of change and it is time that we change our perspective up and really just have an encounter with god afresh so i want to tell you a bit about mal some of you might recognize his name and might have read his book a best-selling book like a mighty wind he has traveled to south africa many times but if you have not heard about mal and you know he came here quite a long time ago maybe before your time well in the mid 1960s through to the 1970s the islands of indonesia experienced what some felt was one of the greatest revivals of the 20th century and that revival led millions to christ and as a young man of just 18 years old when this period of revival began mal tari witnessed amazing miracles during this time you know just like those that were written about in the bible but he witnessed it in remote communities in indonesia and he's become a very well-known evangelist a missionary to the world you know from everywhere like i said authored the best-selling book like a mighty wind which was also translated into afrikaans and it documents the amazing events of that spiritual revival that broke out in asia and you know it's really really like i said been a book that was translated into afrikaans as well as a dozen other languages and the book has become this classic with a message that is very clear that we need to have childlike faith in the reality of the power of god's word as well as the move of the holy spirit which is still happening mal has authored another couple of books but also has a very plain and clear message to share with us today and that is god is still moving and we're still going to see mighty things and yes for us for us even as south africans we ourselves are part of the move of god so you don't want to go anywhere you know turn up that radio you want to be here mal is with me after this mal this is so good to have you with me today i am so so excited for what god is going to do among us today and yes even with the listeners you know probably quite a few people recognizing your name recognizing who you are having spent so much time here in South Africa as well as Cape Town so thank you so much for being with me today on the show and welcome welcome and this is going to be a great time we're going to have together today in God's presence. It's my pleasure Lauren I haven't met you in person but I know you love Jesus and your radio program is well received all over the nation so it is my honor and my joy to have this conversation mm. and interview with you so we can talk and share 
with your audience out there in Radio Land. Mm, thank you so much. You know, the audience of Cape Pulpit just are, are just such a beautiful audience. We love serving our people here and also bringing them hope. You know, we know that over the last while, people have really struggled. We as Christians are not immune to what's been happening in the world. You know, many losses, you know, loss of loved ones or just, you know, job losses or whatever. Now we are thrust into a world that somehow seems quite different. And before we even touch on the war in Ukraine, which we're also going to touch on today and talk about that i want to know from you you know the world has seemed upside down the last two years we have you know encountered many different things we have had you know covid lockdowns like i said lost people almost feel sometimes a little bit sad a little bit hopeless a lot of people going through things have you been witnessing though god doing something special over the last while even the last few months even this year the last year even you know is what is God still up to and that's such a big question isn't it it's like hey you know Mal give us some insight on what you've seen and you know how we can still have hope even in this time when things seem a little bit you know uncertain all right Lauren uh, that is a great question and I want to answer that question by a resounding yes God as the Bible said, he controlled every part, every steps that we are taking. And the book of Revelation made it very, very clear that in the end, eventually, the kingdoms of this world shall become the kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. As some of your audience may know, I came from the country of Indonesia. And 56 years ago, I embraced Jesus as my personal Savior. I was sick with malaria for four years, looking for healing, never found it. But when I embraced Jesus, to my surprise, not only I found salvation and forgiveness and eternal life, which is most important, Mm. but the Jesus that I embraced was also my healer. And so the malaria, which is very similar with COVID, as you just mentioned, Mm. uh, was gone. And I've been uh, living healthy, no disease, no sickness on this last 56 years. And Mm. I'm grateful for that. I'm 76 years old now, but I know Jesus when I was 19. And I'm here to tell your audience and probably some who have heard me in the past when I come to South Africa. I'm glad that you know Jesus, my friend, because Mm. he's the only answer for the problems that we are facing in the world today. But if you haven't known him yet, well, Lauren can tell you, this is your opportunity by Mm. listening through this program to ask Jesus to come into your life and embrace him. And so I'm saying that to say that I know about problems. Some of your audience, they're probably young. All they know is the last two years COVID. But 56 years ago, the communists almost want to take over my country, Indonesia. We mm. went through a terrible, terrible situation, the darkest chapter in history of Indonesia. Half a million or a million people were butchered or killed mm. at that time. But during that situation, the Lord told the church, told us to pray, and God will set the country free, and he did. And mm. after that, a great revival came to my country. It is almost like the replica of the book of Acts chapter 2. And some of your audience probably remember me because of the book Like a Mighty Wind that I wrote. And I told about the revival that started in my country. And as a result of the revival, this revival or that revival, I would say, millions mm-hmm. of people have come to know the Lord, Muslims, Buddhists, and people from all kinds of background. And more than that, the bonus is that when they know Jesus and walk with him and believe him, as the Bible said, they also will experience the reality of who Jesus is. And mm-hmm. so these last 56 years, I've seen uh, people raised from the dead, 
Jesus turned water mm -hmm. into wine, uh, the blind see and the cripple to walk. And I humbly tell people all over the world these last 50 plus years, I am the living witness of who Jesus is, that not only he turned water into wine 2000 years ago, but he has done it in mm -hmm. my country. Not only he raised Lazarus from the dead, but there are many others in this generation that he has raised from the dead. Mm -hmm. So the Jesus that we are talking about here is not a historical Jesus from 2000 years ago. Mm -hmm. He's a present living Christ. We just celebrate um, Easter all over the world. And so the term or the saying that we say he is risen, it's not something, a religious word that we are saying, mm -hmm. but it is a reality that we proclaim because Jesus indeed is alive even in this generation. And I'm saying that to say, to answer your question here, mm -hmm. Lauren, and you are talking about the lockdown and the COVID that has gone on these last two years or so, a little bit over. Mm -hmm. And there's a story there in the Bible, in the book of John chapter uh, 20, where the Bible told us that on the evening of the first day, the day of uh, resurrection, when the disciples were together, verse 19, with the doors locked for mm -hmm. fear of the Jews. And so lockdown is not something that's only uh, we in this generation, this last two or three years in uh, South Africa and all over the world are acquainted or know about, but the disciples were in a lockdown. Mm -hmm. They were in the room where the doors were locked. But this is the good news. While they were in a lockdown because of fear in our time, it could be fear of um, COVID, fear of economic uh, downturn. Mm -hmm. It is fear because of the war in Ukraine, sickness and all kind of problems that uh, the nations are going through all over the world. In that fear, in that uncertainty, the question that is in my mind, it's set here in John chapter 19, all of a sudden, in the midst of that fear, Jesus came and stood among them and said, peace be with you. So mm -hmm. I want to tell the audience out there that in the midst of the questioning and the problem and the fear and the uncertainty, remember, Jesus is here and he's speaking shalom. He's speaking peace, which means forgiveness, healing, a mm -hmm. miracle, uh, whatever that is that you are facing, if you embrace Jesus, walk with him, and listen to his word and believe him, you are going to experience his shalom, his peace, his blessings, and the answer to the question that you have in mind. And then uh, later on, Jesus said, as the Father sent me, so I sent you, and he released to them the Holy Spirit. But before we go on to that point, uh, Lauren, it is a privilege to talk with your uh, audience now out in Radio Land, those in Cape Town and everywhere. I love South Africa. Mm -hmm. I've traveled all over your country there, from Kimberley to Empagani, from Cape Town to uh, uh, the, what's called, Pul Mumpulanga, not Mumpulanga, what you mm, said, uh, Lauren? Yeah. Pumalanga. And all, yeah. Yeah, Pumalanga, and all the points in between. You know, mm. I have been in every single uh, big town in um, South Africa and, of course, all the little ones in between. I love South Africa. It's a beautiful country. And God has a destiny for the uh, South African countries. And I want to tell the people that, yes, as we are going through all this problem, remember, God has a plan for your life personally. He has mm. a plan for South Africa as a nation and for the church in South Africa not to allow the fear to overcome us, mm -hmm. not to allow the fear and the problems to intimidate us. But let us focus on the one who is risen, who was then 2,000 years ago. Now, 2,000 years, as you know, Lauren, the Bible said a 1,000 years, just like a day. So mm -hmm. I would say two days ago, he yeah. was there 
in the mm-hmm. lockdown with the disciples. And we are on day three here. Day three in the Bible is always where great things happen. We are the generation that will see the presence and the power of God in our mm-hmm. time, unprecedented. So focus on Jesus because he came with shalom. He came with peace. He came with the release of his power. He came because he loved us. So if we focus on him, yes, problems are there. But remember, the answer, the solution is there in the person of the Lord Jesus Christ. Yes. Amen. Amen. I want to say amen to that. You know, we always say that, you know, the book of Acts is still being written. And I think that people need to hear that as well. The signs, the miracles, the wonders, the things that were happening when the disciples were around. This is still happening in our generation. It's just that, you know, we have to hear about it. We have to see it too. You know, a lot of times people get caught up in that fear, you know, like you said, in this, everything, the world can kind of magnetize this and people want to say oh you know economically things are going to get bad next year you know there's all those predictions you know where people that do economics they go oh next year the markets are going to crash and this and this and this and people the more we are exposed to that you know it's almost as though the faith that we should have becomes dimmer and that's not what we should be about we should be focusing like you keep on telling us and what the spirit is saying to us today we need to focus on Jesus he is the answer to everything we can't be listening to just these, you know, voices that say, oh, this is going to happen and this is happening and this is why this is happening. God is still on the move and he's still working. And, you know, he is still super, super working in our times. And like you said, there are people live in our generation who have been raised from the dead, who have been given that sight of the blind. You know, this is a reality in our generation. And also, you know, what you said, I think is so, so very important. The reality of this reality of the fact that we are alive in this generation for a purpose. And Mal, don't you think that sometimes that gets clouded with people? People tend to think, you know, things are so bad. You know, it's a hard generation to be alive in, but God chose us to be alive now. And there's a reason for that. Well, I want to remind people there, Lauren, you know, when we read the Bible, let us say the crossing of the Red Sea, we got excited. Wow, what a miracle. Or Lazarus being raised from the dead. Oh, what a miracle. But remember, the miracle wouldn't have happened unless it was preceded by a problem. The power of God would not have been released unless there's a problem preceding that. Yeah. The problem was the Red Sea that the Israelites couldn't cross. That problem and uh, Moses focus hearing the voice of God and obeying him caused the miracle to take place. Well, Lazarus wouldn't have been raised from the dead unless he was dead for four days. The problems that we face are actually our opportunity to let God to release his, his power and his miracles in our life. And that is why we need to focus on Jesus because the Bible said he is Alpha and Omega. He is the beginning and the end. Before you and I, before we as nations and the people exist, God, the Bible said in the beginning, God. God has existed there. He has a plan and a purpose when he created mankind. And in the end, you go to the book of Revelation, so come Lord Jesus, the kingdoms of this world shall become the kingdom of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. The new world will come. God will reign supreme supreme forever and forever. I want to remind our audience what we are going through now. If uh, using a book, an example, we are actually just reading and going through the middle or the uh, later end, later chapters of the book. 
but the book has been written. The beginning is clear. God and the end is clear. God's plan and purpose will be accomplished. That is why embracing Jesus, knowing him and focusing on him is very, very important because the enemy's trick is try to allow us or deceive us into focusing on the problems that is around us. And by focusing on the problem, we lose touch of the reality of who Jesus is and what he can do. And I'm here to tell your friends in Radio Land, all over in South Africa today, and especially in Cape Town, don't be afraid because Jesus is present. Jesus loves you. He is here and nothing is impossible for him. Mm, amen and amen and you know it's it's so incredible when we talk about south africa you know we see a lot of things here we see a lot of problems just like problems exist around the world but you know in south africa we always feel like it's so amplified you know where you have governmental problems societal problems you have things happening everywhere but mal surely god is doing something here as well and god has a plan you said it earlier on god has a, a unique destiny as well for south africa i've heard a lot of people say to me that have come from overseas that have come down especially into Cape Town and said they felt the spiritual atmosphere change and shift when they came into South Africa this is a nation of people who God has really called and that love him and I think that there's a message of hope in there as well oh yes uh, in 1989 I was in a Tosha National Park in Namibia mm-hmm. and early in the morning as I was in my prayer time the Lord gave me a vision of an animal that was rising from the south. And as I was looking at it, I realized that it was a zebra. And as mm-hmm. you know, you South Africans, you know the zebra better. It has the colors of uh, the white color or mm. the white stripes, one might say, the black stripes and also the brown stripe. Mm. And the Lord said to me, a great nation is going to rise from the southern tip of Africa that will mm. be like a zebra where the blacks the whites and the colored will come together as a zebra that will know and honor Jesus, obey him so that they can build a nation that from that nation, from Cape Town to Cairo, just like Reinhard Bunke used to say, if anybody familiar with him, the mm-hmm. gospel will go. And from Africa, the light of the gospel will go unto the nations. And I believe totally that this zebra, this new South African Republic, with the church rising and experiencing the glory of God, just like the prophet Isaiah said. He said it very, very clearly. He said, darkness will cover the the earth, deep darkness the people. But when that happened, what is uh, the prophet Isaiah Isaiah said? He said, rise, because Mm -hmm. the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. Loving South Africa, knowing South Africa these last 30, 40 years, I knew for sure the destiny of South Africa. It is just like a zebra that is rising Mm. and will be a blessing to the African continent and the countries of the world. But Mm. it is important that the whites, the blacks, and the the colored, the brown, like a zebra, you know, if you take away uh, the, the white uh, in a zebra, you kill the animal. You take away the black, you kill the animal. Mm. It isn't a zebra anymore. You take away the brown, it isn't a zebra anymore. But when those colors come together, mm. it form a unique animal that is like no, uh, no one else, no other animal uh, in our world. And that, I believe, represents what Jesus has planned for South Africa, that as a people, mm. those who are from a white color skin or black color skin or yeah. colored brown color skin, 
you know, all of you are put together in that nation so that you as a church and as a people will rise in this mm. generation and bring the glory of God to the nations. So don't let darkness uh, to intimidate you because the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. And as the Bible said, we will see his glory cover the earth and cover South Africa like the waters covers the sea. And the church in South Africa, and especially those who are listening uh, to this program right now here, Lauren, I want to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, focus and see the glory that has risen. Embrace he who is the light of the world, because we're here for a reason. In the time of problems, we are the one that will uh, walk with Jesus, Mm. release the power of God. We are the answer and the solution to the problems that this world is is facing. We are not part of the problem. We are part of the solution. And this is the time and the kind of situation where the gospel will shine bright and the power of God will be released unprecedented. Mm. Unprecedented. As I can uh, tell you, uh, you we are talking here before the program here, Lauren, about the situation in Ukraine. Uh, Mm -hmm. I was in Poland here uh, 10 days or, yeah, 10 or 12 days before the war uh, broke in Ukraine. Mm-hmm. And I was speaking there in the conference and I prayed for people and they accepted Jesus and they were filled afresh with the Holy Spirit and fire. Like John said, I baptize you unto water, but he that will come after me, Jesus will baptize you unto the Holy Ghost and fire. Mm-hmm. And that is what he did uh, when he came in the lockdown in John chapter 20. Not only he gave them salome and blessed them, but he said to them, as the Father sent me, I sent you. This is the time for the church in order to fulfill our destiny. We can't just focus on ourselves and the problems around us, but we have to bring the light. We ha- I have to know that we have been sent to make a difference. We need to rise in our generation by the power of the Holy Spirit. And so people in that conference at that time, about 500 plus, receive the fullness of the Holy Spirit. And I told them, you need to go and share Jesus with others. And I said, Mm. sometime you go to the nation, but sometimes the nations will come to you. Mm. Saying that, I didn't realize that the war is going to start in 10 days. And then Mm. because of the war right now at this moment, at least 2 million plus people from Ukraine, the refugees, the mothers Mm. and the the babies and the children, they are in Poland right Mm. now. And guess what? The Polish church opened their heart and mm. helped them not only with roof over their heads and foods and all that, but they share with them the gospel. And I tell you, a great revival is going on. I talk with wow. friends in Poland and Ukraine. A great move of the Holy Spirit is going on. And I want to tell our listeners today, mind the problems and the war that is going on. God mm. is doing something in our generation. We're going to see literally millions of people come to Jesus. We're going to see nations. Mm. Uh, change we're going to see the church rising and that is why i accept your invitation lauren to come Mm -hmm. and speak to your people now because i know that i know that i know like i said walk with jesus for 56 years i've seen him make the blind to see and the cripple to walk i've seen him raise people from the dead and i've seen people's life and nation change and that is Mm -hmm. what i believe and i'm fully persuaded that that is what god's going to do but in order for that to happen First of all, our listeners, you need to embrace Jesus, receive his yeah. person in your life, the salome that he is, because he is the prince of peace. But then the next step is that you realize, like I was, I realized 56 years ago, after I accept Jesus and receive the fullness of the Holy Spirit, I step out 
and share Jesus mm-hmm. with my neighbors. And I started 56 years ago and haven't stopped yet. As a matter of fact, I came all the way to South Africa many, many times through the years. I've spoken in uh, <clears throat> the Mudderkirk in Cape Town. I've been there in the uh, Rhodes Memorial and I've been all over your country because I believe in the destiny of South Africa. Mm-hmm. And all of you who are listening to me now, not only you need to embrace Jesus, but you need to be his ambassador, his mm-hmm. partner in bringing this message of hope. Receive it for yourself first, but yeah. bring this message of hope by the power of the Holy Spirit to your neighbors and from the neighbors to you, your nation. Because God hasn't given up on anybody. He hasn't given up in South Africa mm-hmm. because in the end of the day, it is not the plan of man or the plan of the devil or anybody else that will come to pass, but it is the plan and the purpose of God that will be accomplished in your life in the church and in the nation. So rise yes. with his glory because Amen. God is doing great things. He is doing it in Ukraine and Poland and Eastern Europe at the time. People are rising. People are realizing that, yes, there are problems all around us, but there's a God who mm. loves us and whose power has never changed and he will embrace us and he will show us the way and he will release his power in our life and through us to others as well. Mm. Amen. Amen. Yes, God is speaking to us. And I want to give you a minute, you that are listening to us today, you who are receiving this message and who are listening wherever you are in the world right now, right at this moment where you're hearing Mal minister this truth to us today, where we are bearing witness of what God is doing in us and will do through us. I want to give you a minute. We're going to take a quick music break. I want to give you some time just to drink this in and to also say during this song that you're going to be listening to now, I want you to ask God, what is my role? How can I partner with you? How can I do this? How can I go? How can I keep moving forward where doubt has crippled me? I want to throw it off today where fear has crippled me. I want to let go of it. I want to be released from this. And I want you to take this time right now just to take this quick, quick music break. Mal is still going to be with me when we get back. Take this time. See God you know, in this time and say, what are you saying to me? What do you want me to hear today? There's no coincidence that I'm listening to Mal and Lauren speaking today. There is a reason. We're going to enjoy some music, enjoy the song, see God, and we will be with you after this. You're with me, Lauren Jacobs' Voice of Change, and I've been joined by Mal Tari. And you know what? If you are just joining us, I wish you were with us sooner, but if you've been with us from the beginning, you've been turning up that radio, turning up that phone, turning up that speaker and saying, yes, God is speaking to me today, and I want to be released. I want to be released to go. I want to be released to speak. I want to be released to partner with God in what He's doing in this world. Then right now, this is the place where you need to be. Mal, you were speaking before we went to the music break, about God moving in Ukraine. I think that is something we need to hear because, you know, the the modern media today is bombarding us with what is happening. And yes, we do need to hear what is happening. We do need to see, we need to remember the people of Ukraine. We need to be praying in earnest for them. And yet though, we also need to hear is God moving there? And you alluded to us, to this just now when you were speaking to us saying, yes, God is doing something. Do we see this happening? You know, what what kind of stories and things have you been seeing at work during these past few months while this war is raging in Ukraine and while the enemy seems to be, you know, hugely at work right there? Well, well, Lauren, um, I can tell you a lot of stories, but I'll pick a few here to encourage our listeners out Mm -hmm. there. We have a team in Krakow that uh, drive uh, to the Ukrainian side and they bring back their mothers and 
the, the kids, you know, the children back to uh, Poland and there they house them and taking care of them. And they told of so many miracles that has happened. Uh, a miracle, uh, somebody from a pastor friend of mine in Warsaw uh, sent me a picture of a bomb that went through the roof and end up uh, uh, on the top of the kitchen table, the cabinet there, and it didn't explode. And uh, it saved the whole house because of that. Uh, there are other people that told how uh, the rockets and the missiles coming their way and they pray and trust the Lord and it missed them. And so uh, there's uh, a devastation all around me, all around them. But uh, mm -hmm. they're safe from that. The uh, miracles of healing and uh, proficient that God has done. Pastor friend of mine from Kiev, Pastor Henry Madava, uh, told me and wrote to me and said, Mel, in the midst of this problem, I want you to know that a revival is breaking mm -hmm. uh, among the people. Because when you go through problems in a war like that, you know, you know that there's no other foundation that you can stand on. Everything is sinking sand, so to speak. Yeah. But they have come to know that Jesus is the rock of ages where you can take your refuge in him. And he's the one who protects you. But more than that, when we talk about miracles and that happen, Lauren, sometimes we think about miracles in the sense of uh, what's happening to us in quote unquote, a good way. And yeah. sometimes uh, if somebody got killed or somebody is sick, we didn't see the miracle in it. But let me remind our friends here. Mm -hmm. My friend, this life is temporal. Mm -hmm. Only heaven is eternal. Yes, there are people that has been killed during this war. But as a result of this war, those who are alive realize, boy, you know, my life could be gone tomorrow. What's mm. going to happen if I die? And then they embrace Jesus. They might get killed the next day. But let me tell you, my friend, they are going to embrace. They have embraced eternal life. You might not see them here in this world anymore, but they will be waiting for you in the other side. A friend of mine, I was going to um, a mission conference here the other day, and a pastor friend of mine told me this is very interesting. He said, Mel, when Paul entered heavens, he was applauded and cheered mm. by the many martyrs that he caused their death. And they mm. were there in heaven cheering and welcoming Paul unto his heavenly, uh, heavenly home. Mm. And I said to myself, huh, that is a different way to look at that story. Mm. See, Paul martyred them or caused them to be killed. But guess what? They went ahead to be wow. with Paul in heaven and they cheer Paul when he mm. enter unto glory. And I said, that is the right way to see oh, it. Yes. And I'm telling you, my friend, this war here, some people, then there are many people killed and they're sad in that sense. But mm. as a Christian, we know, we, we know better. This life is temporal. And those who have gone uh, before, they're not dead. Dr. Billy Graham used to say, one of these days you're going to hear that me, Billy Graham died. Don't mm. ever believe it. Mm. I only changed my, my address. I'm only uh, changed my residence. I'm here now, but I will be there in the father's house. So I'm not dead. I'm not gone anywhere, anywhere. I'm more alive than ever. And I tell you, ladies and gentlemen, because of this war in Ukraine, many died. But mm. because of that, there are millions more thousands and tens of thousands more that realize their need for eternity and they have embraced Jesus. And let me tell you something. Mm -hmm. 
when Jesus comes back again, you will be so surprised as to the millions and millions of Ukrainians and people all over the world that has embraced Jesus. Mm -hmm. Because for once they realize, as I just said, this life is temporal, but heaven is eternal. God is in the throne. He yeah. knows what is going on. He's not losing anything. As a matter of fact, he is winning every step of the way. And my mm -hmm. friend, just Lauren, just uh, my friend Lauren just told you today, Lord, what is my part? Yeah. What should I focus at, in? Focus on Jesus. And remember, you are his partner. You are his friend in sharing him, this life, glory that he has released mm -hmm. by the presence of his holy spirit in the church today so i'm saying church this is our best opportunity to rise and fulfill our destiny this is the church's finest hour yes. south africa your time has come don't be afraid because mm -hmm. god is in your side Mm, amen. You know, Mel, I was thinking also while while you were speaking, it is just such a, it's such, you know what, heaven's perspective and God's perspective is completely different from the perspective that this world, you know, thrusts upon people. And we need to turn it upside down. I love what you shared about Paul. You know, that's a whole different way to see this. But even the war that we're seeing now, we have to have the spiritual eyesight of God. And I also like to remind people while you are giving us this challenge today to say, I need to share Jesus. I'm his partner in this work in the world. I think, you know, I like to remind people that there are 3 billion people in the world today that still have not heard the gospel. And Jesus said that he will return what when this truth, when this gospel goes out and is reached to everybody. So Mal, we have a role to play, not so. We have a mandate. And, you know, Jesus gave us that mandate and it is the Great Commission as well. And it has not changed. And we need to be about this business. 3 billion people still need the truth that we sometimes take for granted, the truth that we eat on every single day, the relationship that we have with Christ every single day that we enjoy. We need to take this to the people that still need to hear. And we need to get serious about that as well. And that's partnering with God in what he wants to do, I believe, in our generation as well. Yes, this is the most exciting generation, Lauren, in my opinion, just like you are. Uh, you know, 7.8 billion people alive in this world today. Yes. And like you said, 3 billion people have never heard about Jesus. A couple other billions have known of Jesus, but haven't uh, received him yet. Mm -hmm. We are the generation, Lauren, that will see and experience the greatest harvest of soul that the church has ever seen from the day of Pentecost to now. Because we have billions of people that need to be reached by Jesus, uh, for Jesus. And as yeah. you and I and our friend out there do their part, becoming his ambassador and partner with him, not only we're going to see the millions and the billions hear about Jesus, but we are going to see the release of the power of God mm -hmm. unprecedented. The book of Mark told us that when the disciples went and preached the word, God confirmed the word with signs mm -hmm. following. Only as they go, heaven is released. I always tell my friends in America and all over the world, don't look for miracles. You'll never find it. But Pursue Jesus and pursue the laws and heaven and miracles will pursue you. If you pursue miracles, you'll never see it. You'll never find it. But if you pursue Jesus, embrace him and pursue the laws by being in partnership with Jesus, heaven 
and miracles will pursue you. And I, uh, I can tell all your, our friends out there, what I say here is something I experience. It is, I'm a living witness of this truth. Because after I accept Jesus, not only my malaria was healed, as I told in the beginning of this uh, program here, Lauren, yeah. but I went all over the world. I have traveled every nations of the world in this last 56 years. And I've seen miracles that pursue the people that pursue Jesus and the lost. And some of those miracles took place in Africa. I've been in Durban. I've been in... Um, yeah. Bloemfontein, I've been in Pretoria, Johannesburg, you name the place and I've been there. And I've seen people that has been touched by God in South Africa. And I'm excited because not only what happened in the past only, but what is going to happen from this moment on. Mm -hmm. After this program is over, if you, mm -hmm. my friend, embrace the message, first of all, embrace Jesus and his salome. And secondly, listen to his uh, word that he has given you. That as the Father sent him, he is sending you. So go out, reach your neighbors, and from your neighbors to the nation, you are going to see the release of the power of the Holy Spirit like you have never seen before. Because Jesus said, verily, verily, I say unto you, those who believe on me, the works that I have done, they shall do it also. Mm -hmm. Even greater works than this, mm -hmm. they shall do. And I want to tell you, friend, the church in this generation has this opportunity to see the release of the power of God unprecedented. And I'm not talking about Benny Hinn or Oral Roberts or Reinhard Bunke or somebody else come your way. I'm talking yeah. about you, my friend. You are the one that embraced Jesus. You are the ambassador. You are the one that will release Jesus and his power to your neighbors and to South Africa and to Cape Town and wherever you are. You are the partners that God is looking for to make a difference in this generation. So I want to encourage you, go for it. Because I came from the smallest island in the world. We didn't have anything to speak about, you know, no money, nothing. Mm. But we have Jesus. And as we obey him and we went to the nations, heaven has been released. And his mm -hmm. power has touched people like we have never seen before. And I'm going to tell you, my friend, it's going to happen to you. Because mm -hmm. this is your destiny. This is South Africa and your destiny as a nation. So rise, church, mm. because the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. Amen. And we receive that. We want to open our hearts and receive that. And Mel, as we come to the end of our time together, and I can't believe it's at an end, I want you to end off the show today with a prayer. Will you pray for us today? And, you know, just, just whatever the Spirit leads you, we will be so blessed to pray together. So my friend, open your heart. And if you are sitting there, I want you to take your right hand and put it on your heart, wherever you are, and lift up your left hand. Your right hand in your heart, you say, Jesus, I want you in my life. Mm. And by lifting up your, le your left hand, you say, fill me with your Holy Spirit and fire so I can go forward and become your partner and bring the gospel and your love to my neighbors and to the nations. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for Lauren. I thank you for this radio program, uh, Cape Town Pulpit, and all, especially the listeners today. Lord Jesus, as they open their heart today and pray, Lee Jesus. I accept you unto my life. I give you my life, my future, and all that I have. So use me to become a blessing. As the Father sent you, you have sent me. So I receive this assignment. And by the power of the Holy Spirit, by your help and by your grace, I will do my part. So that those who doesn't know you, the lost will come to embrace you. South Africa will rise and the church will rise to fulfill her destiny. And I will be a part of the great thing that you're doing in my generation. So I give you my heart. 
I give you my life. I give you my future in the mighty name of Jesus because this is the will of the Father by the propelling power of the Holy Spirit. Amen and amen and amen. Amen. It is a pleasure being with you today, Lauren, and all our friends in Radio Land. Thank you so much, Mel. This has been God's anointed time for us, appointed time for us to hear. Thank you so much for sharing. Thank you so much for the truth that you have brought to us today. I myself am refreshed from this conversation. I'm so blessed. Thank you. May God continue to bless you and your family, your loved ones, and everything that you're going to be doing in the next couple of weeks and months and years ahead. It is going to be glorious. Thank you so much, Mel. You are a blessing. And may God just richly bless you and your family. Thank you, Lauren, and to you and your program and all our friends out there in Radio Land. Bless you all. I'm signing off just as is right now because you know what? This has been such a blessing for me. I know that every show that I do, I really pray about it and want it to be a blessing to you, the listener. And today, you know, I've experienced this great blessing as well, as I believe you have too. So let us go. Let us partner with God. Let us share Christ with the world, with our people, with our family, with our friends, with our neighbors. Let's not grow discouraged. Let's not grow despairing. Let's not get disappointed. You know, and when we do get disappointed, let's not allow those disappointments of the last while to really hold us back. And also, also, I believe that the enemy has caused so much doubt and hopelessness and helplessness in our lives that sometimes we need to throw that off and ask God to renew our minds and so that we can have the mind of Christ. The mind of Christ was always about the kingdom of God and doing the works of his father. So may we have that mind as well. And I want to bless you with such shalom today. I hope that you've enjoyed being with me here on Cape Pulpit. As always, I've loved being with you. And may you continue to experience the fullness of God's goodness throughout the rest of this week and also throughout this evening may you seek him search for god and may he really be fully revealed to you don't stop partnering with him to make this world a better place for others you know what we have a mandate let's keep going with it until next week take care and may god bless you this insert was brought to you by radio k pulpit 7 to 9 a.m please visit kpulpit.co.za